0: Let me tell you about the song and the broken mirror. Stay tuned. Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. We are two brothers pointing the way back towards home. I want to talk to you. We always like to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of John chapter eight and verse 12. Jesus has, Just had the meeting with a group of people that wanted to stone a woman caught in adultery and he sends them away and uh, he sends her away says go and sin no more and after showing that great mercy and grace toward her what a great God that shows us grace and mercy because I've been her you know I've been caught before God sinning and I shouldn't have sinned and rebelling and rejecting and all the stuff that we do in this old life. Thank God for God's grace and mercy. Listen to what he says about light. It says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The teaching of that is, is that when I have Christ's light shining in my life, He shows me how to walk a brand new way, how to become a new creature with new features, how to live at a brand new level so I don't have to live with the old corrupt nature controlling me. Instead, I have a new operating system, and that's the Holy Spirit shedding the light of Jesus in my heart and in my life. But then He would say this in the next chapter of John, John chapter 9 and verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now what he's saying is that as long as he was there, he was going to be the one providing light, but there's going to be a time when he wasn't going to be in the world. In fact, he's rapidly heading towards that time of crucifixion and then resurrection and then a period of uh, 40 days and then ascension up into heaven. But he leaves us not without light because he says that you and I are going to be the light. It says in Matthew 5, you're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that it giveth light to all that are in the house. And so now you and I reflect the light of Jesus by our relationship to him. We reflect that light to others and we cause people to see, uh, to, for, to see our good works and to glorify our Father which is in heaven. Um, now, let me tell you about the song and the mirror, the broken mirror. One of the most terrifying concepts that I've ever come across is the concept of dying with my song still in me. I do not want to die with my song still in me. Now, if you know the writer that wrote about that, I'd like you to tell me because I can't remember where I came across the concept, but leave it in the, the links below, or the comment links below because I, I want to know who wrote it because it has impacted my life. I, I live with a sense of urgency because it terrifies me that I might die before I get my song out and before I make a difference. I don't want to die and have not made a difference in this life. One of the reasons I'm doing these podcasts and YouTube videos is I'd like to have a body of work that stays behind after I go. After I'm God's done with me here, whether his son comes back or he snatches me away, however that works, I'd like for there to be a body of content to and all that you made a difference and maybe made an impact in somebody's life. Now to the, to the uh, uh, broken mirror Robert Fulgram, he wrote a book called Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. I like the <laughs> fascinating title and he makes a pretty compelling case in it for, uh, you know, uh, walking together uh, when you're by a busy road kind of a thing and just uh, sort of cleaning up after yourself. And he makes some very simple applications but in it he tells about a philosophy conference that he had gone to where a doctor uh, Pap- Papaderos was speaking. And it was in the Greek islands, and it was at the end of this particular conference, uh, almost ready to wrap things up. And uh, the lecturer was kind of putting everything away, and he said, is there any questions? And of course, there's always somebody that has a question when a meeting's about ready to wrap up, but it was Fulgrim himself that had the question. And uh, it, it sounded like it was just one of those, uh, you know, one of those uh, funny throwaway comments. So, what is the meaning of life? And Dr. Papaderos looked at him for a while. Everybody else kind of laughed and chuckled because, like, who really knows the meaning of life? They thought, and and uh, Papaderos looked at him for a while to see if maybe he was serious about this. He said, no, I'll answer your question. And uh, and then he dug into his pocket and pulled out his leather wallet. And out of it, he pulled a quarter-sized piece of mirror. And he began to kind of shine it around, and he said, when I was a boy, it was in the the throes of World War II, he said, we lived in a remote village on one of these Greek islands, and one day I was walking I came across a motorcycle wreck. A a Nazi uh, uh, soldier had wrecked a motorcycle, and there were pieces of uh, mirror everywhere. He said, 'I, I picked it up and I tried to put the mirror back together, but there weren't enough pieces. And he said, so I just took the biggest piece. And he said, I went home and I, I scratched it on, on a rock and I rounded it off. And he said, and then I started playing a game as a kid. I would shine, I would reflect the sunlight into dark places. He said, I would, I would pick the hollow of a tree, uh, uh, a cave in the ground, uh, some other place where the sun would never shine. And I would put light there, I would shine light there. And he said it was just kind of a competition and spare minutes when he had some time as a kid. He'd pull it out and play the game. He said he kept the, the mirror in his wallet and even as an adult he would pull it out and shine it into dark places and see if he could do better. And he said one day it became apparent to him that it was more than just a child's game. It was really a metaphor for life. And he said, I am the broken mirror. Uh, I, I'm not the whole mirror. I, I, he said, I'm not the light. Uh, I don't make the light. i merely reflect reflect the light, and I don't reflect all of it, but I i can reflect some of it, and I can't make everything light, but I can make some areas light. And He said that's the meaning of my life, is I shine light into dark places, shine the, the light of whatever knowledge that I may have, or whatever I can share with somebody else into the darkness of their life. And uh, boy, I thought to me that's a, that's a metaphor of what I'd like to do to live my life. I'd like to shine light in dark places. And that's what Jesus was meaning when He said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Is He wants us to shine the reflected light of Jesus into the darkness that people are in. And people are in darkness, man. They're around, they don't know what to do. They're scared to death of this COVID thing, like death is the worst thing that could ever happen. And the reality is we're all gonna die. We, we need eternal life even more than we need physical life and, and somehow we got to get this message across Jesus Christ is coming back and, and we need to get people ready for that. So my question for you is this, what are you doing to let the light of Jesus reflect off of you into the dark places around you? Are you just cursing the darkness? That's what most people do. Probably 90% of communication today is just cursing the darkness. That's not enough, my friend. We're to shine light. Look, I'm a born again believer. I got some good news that I need to be sharing. This mess that's going on around me, uh, God's not surprised by this. In fact, maybe tomorrow night, I'll talk to you about how God even rides in on the storm. God is, God is sovereign. God is supernatural. God is overarching. God is all powerful. God, God knows everything. God is everywhere. If you got the idea that somehow this mess that's going on has somehow got God cowering in a corner, sucking on his thumb, you are dead wrong, my friend. And I got good news for you. He predicted this stuff was gonna happen and and it's supposed to make us look up because our redemption draws nigh. This isn't the final place. This is is merely a a small, tiny little uh, percentage of time. God wants us to be with him for an eternity. And he's setting things in motion and pulling things off that you can't even imagine or understand. Don't sit around cursing the darkness and hating people and stuff. Instead, shine the light that God has given you on everybody you can before it's too late. Usher them into the kingdom of God, help them be born again. My friend Don Bennett says when the rapture comes, he wants to grab one person in each hand and, and ask them if they're ready to meet Jesus. And I think that's probably the best way to live. I We've got to get people ready. The time is at hand, my brothers and sisters. We need to be ready. And we had we got to have the joy of the Lord, man. This is all stuff he said was coming. So don't get all freaked out about this stuff. Man, let your light shine. There's, there's dark Nazi-like darkness around you. Let the light of Jesus reflect off of you into that dark stuff so that, so that eternity can be changed for some man or, or boy, some woman or girl that's out there that you're reflecting the light to. Well, don't die with your song still in you and reflect the light. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for these that listen to my stammering tongue. God, I pray that you'd forgive my inabilities some days as a communicator, but I pray that you'd help us to live to to the ideals that you set forth in your word. God, it's a high and holy calling to be the light of the world, especially in a dark time like this. Thank you, God, that you choose to use us. Thank you that we can be a part of your kingdom dynamic. Let us be heralds for the king, for the coming of the king in these last days. Help us to take that job seriously. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, by the way, I'm going to have a. I've got a, a app that I've made. I'll put a link for it in the comments below. If you have an Android phone, you can download it. It aggregates all the stuff that I have in one place. All the blogs, all the videos, all the the podcasts are linked together in one super simple place. It, it takes up almost no memory. You can do Bible study on it. You, you can read the Bible on it. You can do devotional plans. Um, all kinds of stuff. So if you get a chance, you might download it and let me know what you think of it so I can change it if I need to do any change. I've never built an app before. So I'm a typewriter guy in a computer world. Hey, God bless you. Have a good night.